0: The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Ho, 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 and the holidays, holidays. We're so close and we are frowning. (laughs) We're not necessarily frowning. Frowning a little bit. It's like a combination of frowning at the present and frowning at the future. Oh,
1: God. (laughs) Jesus Christ, that's my whole life. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just one big frown. I'm a saggy frown.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities. I'm Marcus Parr. I'm Jackie a uh, Saggy frown? I don't yeah. like that. I'm sorry.
1: I'm not a saggy frown. Nah,
0: you're fine.
1: It's fine. It's You know, sometimes it's just the highs and the lows.
0: Yeah, it is highs and lows, and, and we're definitely in a high and low period right now. Of course, it's Christmas time. We're releasing this right before Christmas and right before me and Jackie go home for the holidays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everybody's feeling it. No one wants to deal with it.
0: Yes, we are skirting uh, the uh, everything that is to come as far as uh, family dealings and all that goes. What we we're talking about what we were talking about before the show. Is uh, yes, we are very stressed right now. The end of the year. We're at the end of the year sprint right now as far as creative things go. As you know,
1: far- I find it also. It's taxes. Taxes? Yeah someone I, I was talking With somebody and they're like oh my my, This is my parents wedding anniversary I was like that's Interesting I, I, I not Not just personally I don't think I would choose to get Married right before Christmas and they were And she was like oh taxes <laughs> I was like taxes <laughs> and then I realized That oh that there is a huge Rush for like getting in like Invoices getting in all this shit and all this like Besides being like in the creative World but outside of it it's also taxes <laughs> You gotta get it in before The cut off I <laughs> don't Taxes. I know nothing about taxes. Taxes, <laughs> <It's> taxes. <laughs> they wanted to get the tax break, so they got married.
0: I understand that. Well, that's ha- smart. Yeah, having a practical wedding date that works out okay. But what we're talking about is that we're we're feeling a little empty as far as the Christmas spirit goes. I remember last year we were full of Christmas spirit. I remember you'd been dancing around, you know, watching Muppet Christmas Carol, mm. and you were having a pretty good Christmas season this time last year.
1: I mean, I feel like I am doing all the same things. And you are. I'm I'm squeezing in all the same things. I'm watching the movies. I'm doing the things. I got the stockings. I did the whole thing. Then why do I feel so empty? (laughs) I know, but it's like, but that's it's no, it's, it's true. Like, honestly, I realized this a few days ago, and I got scared for a minute that I was starting to become a psychopath.
0: <laughs> I was like, I don't feel anything. Remember, the rule is that if you're scared of becoming a psychopath, then that means you're not a psychopath by definition.
1: Okay, all right, that's great. Yeah, so I'm so I'm aware of it. So I'm fine. Yes who <laughs> uh, because i because i was just you know we've talked about this uh over and over i know we're stressed we, everybody gets we're stressed everybody's stressed it's fucking holiday season but then you're going and you're going oh my god oh i forgot oh we should look it up there's this <laughs> quote oh my god from keanu reeves <laughs> and it's on this on like a meme on facebook right now it's like going viral right now and there was a picture of a bunch of people walking behind him, and he was on New York City Street, and like he took like a selfie, and he's like, "Look at all these people walking behind me. They're all so busy and what they're doing, and and getting to work, and getting to where they are, that they're not enjoying anything." Yeah. He's like, "Look up, say hi to somebody, hug somebody when they look like they need to be hugged, not a stranger. I don't think he means a stranger, yeah, hopefully. Right, right, right. But it was just like, is that kind of thing where I read it, and it was just." Like you're right. That is, I mean, it's come. It's the end of Scrooged. That's what it makes me think of. It makes me, and I, and I usually, especially around this time of year, I get into it. I fall into the trap, and I am just not. I I've tried everything. Yeah, I don't know what to
0: fucking do yeah I'm not in it either man. I don't have that feeling that I usually have that like kind of warm like, everybody is is one you know we're all doing we're all having our own separate little lives and our own separate little struggles, but you know what this is really when everything comes together and we can kind of all share one feeling but i don't know i'm not i don't I'm, I'm I'm not plugged in man, not plugged in at all and I'm really
1: desperately trying to and it and it scares me and I feel like a lot of people. Uh, identify with us yeah. and I know that a lot of people have that every year Yeah, a lot I have of- a lot of friends that don't give a fuck about Christmas or holidays or any of this time of year
0: mm-hmm. and a lot of friends who actively hate Christmas yes. uh, and your brother is one of those people
1: yes but at least he feels it <laughs> you know at least he has that feeling yeah,
0: he feels hatred and I get that and I like that uh, I feel nothing uh, I'm fucking I'm baseline this year uh, and I'm looking forward to going home. You know, it, it's definitely, both of us have our own little stresses as far as going home.
1: Stress, stress, stress.
0: Stress, stress, And we stress, have stress yeah. here. Yeah.
1: Everybody's got stress. And mm. then you have holiday stress. It's a different level of stress.
0: Different kind, yeah.
1: It's a different kind. It's like, because it's not up or down, it's just different.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're just generally stressful people.
1: But I think that uh, what, what we're getting at here is that what we're really yearning for is a different kind of stress.
0: Yeah. Trying to switch it out, man. How fucking disgusting
1: <laughs> is that? Because I am looking for Marcus and I both, we're looking forward to going home this year. Yeah. Just because it's not going to be... The stress that I have here, it's going to be a different stress. Yeah, just switch... Just change it just up. Change a bit. it up. <laughs> it's like Mighty Ducks 2. You know, sometimes you got to change it up. <laughs> and I feel like that's all we can yearn for sometimes When when you think... If you really look at yourself and you're like, why... Am I not paying attention? Why am I not present? Why why am I so stressed out and and you're like think of something that you could do that's big that could really bring you out of it. And sometimes it's any kind of change.
0: Yeah, anything.
1: Anything. And I think that that even just getting out of town or having to deal and having to sit and stare um at, at a family's house, you know, that's the kind of thing that we're looking for to make us yearn for how we feel right now.
0: Yeah, it's uh, that's what going back home has always been, for me, is the contrast. I always love, like, I need that contrast, especially when I start getting super stressful here. Uh, I have to go back home to get the contrast of... Oh, this is what happens if I fuck up. You know, this is what happens if I if I fail. This is where I go, at least temporarily Uh,
1: or just like if you had chosen differently. Yeah,
0: if I had chosen a different life and it's not and it has absolutely nothing to do with my family or anything like that. It's all about the atmosphere. It's all about being there and not. Here and I need that contrast sometimes. I need that full contrast of this is what my life could have been with this is what my life actually is. And we both have pretty kick ass lives. We have, we we do have good lives that we've built for ourselves, that we've worked our asses off to build, uh, but with that life that we have built, we have built a difficult life for ourselves. Even though it is a creatively fulfilling life, it is also a very difficult life. Um, And going back home, you kind of see that, yes, okay, life here could be so much easier. Like, life in Texas would be so much easier for me, uh, but it's not going to be as fulfilling. So I have to remind myself that the stress that we put ourselves through up here, we do it for a reason, Like, it's harder is better, especially for people like us. Life has to be hard. If life isn't a little bit hard, then it's not going to be fulfilling. Uh, and if I don't have the stress of going back home and being in that place, then I'm not going to appreciate the stress that I have up here with the life that I've built.
1: Well, I think it's also the shift in tempo of the holidays as well, mm. where we downshift into going to go hang out, and I find myself itching because I'm not doing anything yeah and, and and hearing someone say why don't you just relax I don't know what that means <laughs> yeah I mean it takes me it ta- I'm gonna say it takes me four or five days to actually relax mm-hmm. and then the second I actually start to relax I gotta come back yeah but I think it's also interesting that they're also you know you talked to I, I have a lot of friends that are usually not as busy as we are but in the holidays they are busy and they they up They upshift their tempo. Mm -hmm. And that's also just as stressful and unnerving because they're not used to it. And it's anything that you're not used to, even though it comes once a year, I feel like it comes out of nowhere, especially as you get older, it just keeps coming faster and faster and you can't stop it. (laughs) But I think that we just need to enjoy the downshift Mm -hmm. or the upshift, Mm -hmm. whatever tempo change you have or whatever thing. I feel like it's just being aware of the holidays and how you are interacting with it. Yeah. And what we can take from it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be starting into the void quite a bit when I go home. See, it, it's what we can look forward to. It's a gigantic downshift. I mean, mine's definitely a gigantic downshift because it's a lot of just kind of riding around in the countryside uh, in a truck listening to, you know, country with my dad. It's most of it. Well,
1: apparently right now it is it's almost 90 degrees in Florida, so I'm bringing my goddamn bathing suit. <laughs> you fuckers. You do it. You fuckers, yeah. I'm going in a
0: pool. <laughs> You'll all see. All right, well, let's get to our letters for today. All right. Uh what what is this the the first person? I believe this is a woman. Mmm,
1: meat horse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright. Hey Marcus and Jackie. I'm a huge fan of all the shows on CCR. I've been listening to most of them since about June, and they have really helped me get through my senior year of high school. Thanks a bunch for doing what you do and making it also easily accessible. I need some advice. I have always struggled with making and keeping friends, and now that I've graduated, I'm not really sure what to do. I have a tiny group of about three friends that I really like and get along well with, but I don't feel close to them at all. I'm 18, clinically depressed, and on pretty heavy meds. I have bad anxiety and my parents are going through a bit of an intense divorce. I have been desperately trying to hide all of these things from my friends. It got to the point where I was about to lie about why my house was for sale just so I wouldn't have to tell anybody about it. I'm closest to one girl, we'll call her W, who I told about my mental illness... W did a bit of a grimace and said we thought something was up when I told her. I cried, and she awkwardly drank her milkshake while telling me it would, quote, be okay. I thought that telling W would bring us closer, but I feel like I'm even more isolated than before. I have decent social skills, but I don't know where to meet new people and how to get close to them. My best friend I've had since childhood has lived interstate for the past five years and is moving to a remote part of the country. They're in Australia. We are close, but Skype doesn't really allow for meaningful conversations, and I can't afford to visit him that often. Whenever I raise that I'm not feeling great with my psychologist, she just tells me that I'm doing well for the situation I'm in, so I haven't raised this friendship issue with her. I feel totally alone. Whoever I tell that knows me will usually just brush off my situation and tell me it'll be okay in a year. It's been a year since somebody told me that last, and things haven't really improved at all. I'm afraid I'm going to relapse or something and just get put on more meds. I'm not really sure if I should just be honest with W and the gang, somehow find new friends, or just get a new psychiatrist. Many thanks from a sad Australian listener. On a lighter note, I'm really curious as to what you and Jackie think of Psy's new song, Daddy, though that's more of a Page 7 thing. You, You hate it, Jackie? Oh,
1: man. I can't even believe I haven't brought it up on page seven yet.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, listen to the next page seven for more on Jackie's opinions on Size's new song, Daddy. Uh, but as far as... No, I'm, I'm
1: sorry. I'm just thinking about the music video. It's just... <laughs> All right, we'll talk about it. we'll
0: talk about we'll talk, page seven. we'll talk about page seven. Yeah, yeah. Go listen if you've never heard my and Jackie's other show, uh, page seven. We talk about celebrity gossip with with Molly Nuffel. It's a very fun show. Um, but yeah, so so what do you think? What do you think about Meat Horse? First of all,
1: get a new psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I I think that I, I don't know what's open to you or what like. Health insurance wise uh, in Australia, I mean, I know nothing. I don't even know what happens here. I barely <laughs> fucking know. Um, but if, if there's any way that you can try out somebody new or just go on some interviews with a few of them, because I feel like that's that's a that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a first person that you need that you should feel comfortable to talk to about these things. Yeah. And if you can't talk to them about things like friendship, how are you able to talk to them about bigger thing I mean not that friendship isn't huge but like but I mean like the divorce and, and and leaving high school and all that I mean it's like those are all huge changes that you're dealing with and, and you should be able to freely discuss anything with your psychiatrist and if you don't feel that way, Get
0: a new one. Sounds like you got an uh-huh psychiatrist. Yes. Uh-huh. And then they write hmm. the script. Yeah, and then they and write, they the, write script. the script. And that's it. So it could be that, you know, uh, I don't know how often, y- you know, you see her, uh, but I found when I had a psychiatrist, I was kind of trying to use them as a psychiatrist, psychologist, who, I don't know, the one who gives you medication.
1: The medication. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But let's just call him a psych from now on. Uh, but, but the one that I had, I was trying to use her as a therapist. I'd only see her once a month. For uh, maintenance on medication, you know, just coming in, it's like, hey, how's it going for you? Is it working? Do we need more? Do we need less? And I found that I was trying to use like 45 minutes a month to talk about all of my problems. And that it wasn't working. It just did not work at all. And really, I think a lot of them, uh, I think that's kind of just how they are. They're like, yeah, um, um, that sounds, you know, I think you're doing pretty good from where for where you are, because really, all this woman knows if you're only seeing her once a month, all she knows is that your parents are going through a divorce, you're about to uh, graduate high school, uh, and you know, you and you've got clinical depression, like that's. Pretty much all that person knows about you. So for them to say, uh, you know, you're doing pretty good for the situation you're in, that's pretty much all you're going to get out of them. It sounds like you need a therapist. Therapist. I think that's what you want, and I think that's what you need. Um, And I think... As far as your friends go, you know they're eighteen, man. Like I, I know when I was eighteen, I, I had very little understanding of a uh, of mental illness, especially depression.
1: Oh yeah, you just don't understand it, so that's a natural response to just be like, oh well,
0: uh. it'll be fine, it'll be okay, because it's just it is. You know, I I don't think you should look down on your friend for acting a little awkward when you told her, because you know most people don't know how to deal with that. They don't know most, even most like. Full grown adults don't know how to deal with it when people tell them that they that shit's going wrong, um, that they have, you know, depression and all that. Like a lot of a lot of adults don't know how to deal with that. I've got family members that I've known for my entire life that when I tried telling them at like twenty five, twenty six after keeping it hidden from them for years, like trying to tell them about it. And they're just like, no, you're not. You're not bipolar. You're not depressed. What are you talking about? No, I don't. I don't get that. You know, you're you're just sad. You're, you'll get through it. I'm like, nah, dude. It's different, it's, man. D- it's different. This is something totally different that uh, I'm trying to open up to you right now, and I'm trying to tell you like about another part of my life, and you're just not giving it to me. And I had to just, I, I had to just accept that that was how that person was going to be. I just thought to myself, I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm just not going to talk to this person about this anymore. Uh, and that's fine because I have plenty of other people that I can talk to it about, uh, you know, that I can talk to us about this stuff too. And I also, when I was uh, your age, like I didn't really have anybody to talk to about the shit that was going on in my head either. Like when I was about 18, that's when the first kind of signs of depression started showing up for me. It didn't really manifest itself fully until my early twenties. Uh, but I didn't feel comfortable talking to anybody about that either, um, but you uh, are a little ahead of the game you know you 're already seeing somebody you know you 're already on medication. It sounds like it 's working well for you, um, and I think what you need more than anything is somebody other than your friends to talk to. You need a therapist, and I think that 's what 's going to help you out more than anything uh and if your friends if you don't feel comfortable talking to your friends about you know your parents divorce or anything like that and you're worried about getting close to or you're you don't know how to get close to somebody that just happens naturally like you don't force getting close to somebody like you don't force having a like you you can't just point at someone and go you're my best friend now you can't do that that's that's it's creepy that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird that kind of that turns people off you can't force a friendship just like you can't force uh, a romantic relationship either it's there or it's not you can't force these things they just happen organically and you're pretty young uh and i understand that you don't feel like you're close to anybody around you but you're also about to go into a new part of your life where you will meet more people that you feel like you can really Talk to people that you feel like you can really trust with your feelings and people that you feel like will get you because I think that's what you're going through right now, especially at 18. You feel like nobody gets you, which is normal.
1: Oh, yeah, because you're in the middle of a huge life change.
0: Huge. You don't know the f- – yeah. You don't even – I mean, it's like nobody knows. <laughs> yeah.
1: You got to find it, and that's the worst part. It's like – I mean, it's the worst and the best part all at the same time is that mm. you you were going to weirdly feel uncomfortable until you figure it out, which, you know what? It takes a while. Everyone's uncomfortable. There's a, I mean, it's just – life is, is uncomfortable yeah. a lot of times because we're all heading into new territory every single day. But I think, that, I think that you're, again, like what Marcus said, you're on the right track. But I think the second that you become a little more comfortable in yourself after you've talked to a therapist, the more you can identify what's going on with you. Because also, we all have different friends that we talk to about certain things. You mm-hmm. know, we, yeah, like I've got a bunch of friends that I wouldn't talk to about my career or about what I'm doing in, 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 in the comedy world. I just don't talk about it. Yeah, I just talk about flim flam.
0: You've got different kinds of friends that are there for different Things. Uh, and I know right now you feel like your friend pool is pretty empty. Uh, but eventually, you know, because I'll, I'll say I didn't really make any friends that I felt like I really, truly could talk to anything about until I got to college, until I was like 19, 20, 21 even. Uh, but just I guess the lesson is just be patient. It'll and come. it's also
1: exactly it's just trusting in yourself and believing in yourself because the more confidence you have, the more friends you make. Yeah. And, and the more you you enjoy yourself in general. And it's like, no, nobody likes themselves a thousand percent all the time. Hey, if
0: they do, they're assholes. I mean,
1: that's the thing, yeah. <laughs> then, they, then they're just blind to how they actually yeah. should be feeling.
0: Yeah. Either that or they're psychopaths, one of the two. I
1: mean, we were, you know. Yeah, man.
0: But- <laughs> <laughs> now if but, you hate yourself then that's a sure sign you're not a psychopath yeah
1: no that's great thank god uh, yeah. I'll never be a psychopath <laughs> but I just think that the more things that you find out about yourself and the, and the more in depth you get the more friends you're gonna make because you'll be able to connect on different levels mhm Rather than just, you know, and, and it's hard with, you know, parents going through a divorce and everything. And I don't know if you still live with them or or if you're going to be moving out soon, too. And and any kind of independence you get, that helps.
0: Yeah. And when people tell you, like when you say like, hey, you know, people have told you it'll be OK in a year and it's been a year. When people say things like that, it's just because they don't know what else to say, because there's no um, there's no trick you know, there's no there's no snap. There's there's nothing that you can do to make everything all better all at once. Uh, wish there was. It's just time. It's just time, man. Uh, and I know that sucks to hear, but that's the truth. I mean, that, that's just how it is, you know. And, and and the sooner you accept that's just how it is, the happier you'll be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I yeah. just say that to myself. <laughs> every single day <laughs> that's yeah. just how it is and man That's
0: just how it is
1: <laughs> yeah. it gets you th- honestly it gets you through a lot
0: yeah it, it really does get you through a lot but i mean there's also you you have to differentiate uh between that's how it is, and and things you should be standing up
1: sh- for and fighting for.
0: Of exactly, course. things you should be standing up for, things you should be fighting for, uh, and things that you also know about yourself. You know, it's like if you're you know depressed, and then you shouldn't say like, "Well, that's just how it is. That's how it's going to be." No, you, you can, can get help. You can get help. You can you can change that. And I, and I guess maybe one of the hardest things, really, the, one of the hardest things in life, is differentiating between the things that you can help and the things that you can't. Uh, especially when it comes to depression, because most of the a lot of times depression feels so hopeless um, but if you are in that situation, then know that it is not hopeless. that is one of the things you can change uh but having to wait around for the right people to come around to uh kind of make your life a little less lonely. That's just something you're gonna have to wait on, unless you, you get a new
1: job or or if you start school or if you you know it's like in this. Well, that's change, what you wait for, Is right? That, yeah, you're that, waiting for that. Yeah, you're waiting for those changes, and you know, in this interim time, it's like start planning for the for start planning for that. Yeah, exactly. So get the therapist. Start building up you and your self confidence and and the way you are, and then when you meet those people, it'll be a lot easier to connect.
0: Exactly. I think yeah, I think that's good for that one. Yeah, let's move on to our next letter. What are we talking? What are we calling this dude? Uh, Ram Jam. Ooh, Black Betty.
1: Oh, yeah, I was more thinking of Ram Jam Thank You, Ma'am.
0: Oh, that's Wham Bam I know, (laughs) but I liked Ram Jam better. (laughs) Of course, of course. All right, here we go. Dearest Marcus and Jackie, I've been catching up on all the Sex and the Human Activities episodes for the past week or so. I stopped listening because I was busy getting my life back on track and wanted to save up the episodes for one of those blues-filled days that I knew would come eventually. I'm rocking life right now. I have a new job after getting fired from two this year, in which I'm probably the only... Only one who didn't finish cobble, g- college there. Humble dropout brag. It also feels amazing to see my debt slowly shrinking rather than rapidly climbing. Fucking good on you, dude. Yeah, man. That's great.
1: That yeah. is fantastic. Rare. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anyone that can say that.
0: Yeah. here's what he is question. said, I just found out that I'll have to quit smoking cigarettes in 2016 in order to get free health care through my company. Not to take away from the fact that I can get free health care from my employer and all, but I've been smoking since I was 16 and had no intention of quitting anytime soon. I have my priorities straight enough to know that I'm going to quit, just nervous about when I get to the point when I have to and how I'll react. Should I join the vape life or just go for it and quit cold turkey? and the next question actually it's you know the the other question they had uh, is that um, you know how to go uh, through the Christmas spirit uh, or how to go through the Christmas season without the uh, childhood home that you grew up in we covered that a few episodes ago when my childhood home was was sold so yeah just go back a couple episodes you can hear us talk about it there so as far as quitting smoking goes uh, I'm totally off everything as far as like cigarettes go like I haven't I'm, having, I'm but quit smoking cigarettes eight months ago now? Some shit like I don't even know anymore. I guess they say that's when you truly quit is when you don't even, like, you forget. You don't
1: count anymore. Yeah, you
0: don't count anymore. Uh, and I actually don't vape anymore either. Uh, I gave that up about two months ago because I was still having breathing problems. Uh, the only time that I do smoke anything is when I drink, I'll go out and buy like a blue e-cigarette and smoke that and then throw it away at the end of the night because I was just starting to get angry and weird when I, when I drank. Because that's all it was, is right. I, I would drink, and all I would focus on was how much I wanted a cigarette, and then I'd just get angry. And then you
1: and can't weird. hang out at all, yeah. Yeah,
0: and then I can't. It was pretty much either get an e-cigarette while I was drinking or just stop drinking. Right. I'm not going to stop drinking, even though I don't drink that much.
1: No, you don't drink that much.
0: But I'm not going to stop drinking. Yeah. Uh, so really, so how I did it is, was just like, you know, I quit cigarettes and went to the vape first, did that for about six months, I think, uh, and then quit that and went to the gum. Uh, and I've been on the gum ever since, and really, I, but I, but Holden from The Round Table, Gentlemen, gentleman, he quit using a book, you know, he quit using the, the easy way to stop smoking, Alan Carr's. Alan Carr, yeah, Alan Carr's book, he quit smoking that way, so I guess, what I'm trying to say is that everyone does it differently. There's no set way to do it. I am hardcore addicted to nicotine, so I had to slowly taper myself off over almost a year. Um, but Holden was able to read the book and just boom, stop smoking and he's not weird about it and he doesn't no. Yeah, he's not weird about it. He doesn't like lose his temper or anything like that. He can be in our practice space with, you know, uh, our other two guys in our band chain smoking the entire time and he's not weird about it at all. So he was able to get off of it. Uh, and I was able to get off of it through my own, uh, method, which took me trying to quit four times before I finally found what worked for me. Uh, and it's really, you're just going to have to kind of experiment and you'll probably fall off the wagon a couple of times. Uh, but you know, that, that's, I think that's what quitting smoking is all about. It's just experimenting with a few different things until you finally find something that works for you uh, without ruining your relationships.
1: Well, I feel like in my head, what I tell myself, I am saying this is someone that is not stopped smoking and mm-hmm. has tried a few times. Right. <laughs> and that, like, You'll get it eventually. I feel like that I – but exactly what you're saying is that I f- – feel like I've known enough people that have stopped smoking that were hardcore smokers that figured out how to do it where they weren't angry all the time. Yes. And my problem is I haven't quite found that solution that every time, I mean, I get to a point where I don't even want to be touched. Yeah. I don't want to be looked at. I am so anxiety and like angry, anger ridden mm-hmm. that I'm about to explode. And I haven't found the right thing just yet. Yeah, I'm still trying. Yeah, you're still. I'm gonna do it.
0: You're gonna do it.
1: The problem is, it is the pressure. What I love about this email is that you have a reason to stop. Yeah, I just I feel like honestly that's such a (laughs) I know it sounds terrible, but in my head I feel like personally if someone said if you don't do this you can't do comedy anymore. Yeah, you can't do you can't. Date your significant other anymore I need something to be put on the line For me to stop And I know that's a terrible thing to say
0: No, it's what happened to me
1: I, 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 I I, I think I need something of that magnitude, but also I don't know if that's true. I haven't tried enough.
0: Well, what what really made me quit is that I was really like the health effects were starting to legitimately worry me. Right, like, I was having a very hard time breathing. I was starting to get weird pains in my like in my back, like around the area of my lungs. Uh, and so I was ready to quit. Like it was, I was, I got scared into quitting. Uh, and then with you know the vape, the reason why I quit that is because I was showering one day uh and i like felt a little like i tasted blood while i was showering uh and looking back it, that was probably more of a sinus thing uh like some sort of weird i don't know but that scared me Doesn't enough. Matter. it scared you it scared me enough where like the next day i gave jackie all of my vape paraphernalia
1: and i'm and still that. not using it still not using it but you might i might you may I might use it. (laughs) It is. I mean, it's just and I know and it's so hard to blame a significant other that is a heavy smoker. But it is hard. Yeah. And it is something that we fight every time I try to quit smoking. We fight. Yeah. And it's and I know that's not a reason to quit continue to smoke. It's not at all. But, you know, hopefully I, I maybe I'll have more guidance in the future. But as of right now. Still struggling. Mm-hmm. Twenty fifteen, still struggling, twenty sixteen. <laughs> We're gonna get through it. it. We're gonna get to the point. I'm gonna get it. Someone I just wish they could go boo. And I'll be like, oh my god, I'm never gonna smoke again. <laughs> that's what I really hoping for. You that's what a- I'd like. I got a boo. You got a boo? Boo! Yeah. No, that's not enough. I need more of a boo. No. I need you to set up a boo. <laughs> I need you to like tell me it's like a pretend like put my heart into like Some kind of heart attack, bring in, but it's a fake heart attack. Right. Bring me into a hot, you know, like I need that. I need that kind of scare.
0: Right. Well, maybe we can set that up. I'll start planning now.
1: Well, I'm going to pretend like I never said it. Yeah. <laughs> well- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2015, who gives a fuck?
0: Who gives a shit? It's almost over.
1: I know. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. We're going into who gives a fuck, and then we should give a fuck 2016. Going
0: to give a fuck in 2016, definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's iffy. It's iffy if we are, but I know I'm definitely going nobrellas
0: 2016.
1: No-brellas? no I bought a raincoat. Never using an umbrella ever again.
0: Wow, really? I'm going
1: no-brellas as 2016.
0: <laughs> bold, Jackie.
1: I know. Very you know, bold. I, I I have to take some kind of stance. <laughs>
0: Alright, well that's all we got for today on the show. If you've got any questions or comments for us, cavecomedyradio at gmail.com is the email address, and we will, uh, we're going to be taking the week off for uh, Christmas, but we'll be Christmas. back. Christmas. <laughs> but we'll be back uh, around New Year's time.
1: Goodbye. Oh yeah.